A powerful story, illustration, truth in the Bible when Jacob refused to give up on receiving the blessings of God. There's something powerful that God really, really likes, and that's a person who refuses to give up on their answers to prayer. I'm reading here in Luke, the 11th chapter, and it's talking about a man who needed some bread at the midnight hour. Jesus is teaching on the subject of getting your prayers answered. My brother, my sister, Bob, (laughs) God's talking to me too. He's talking to me about not giving up, not giving in, glory to God, and not giving out. He's talking about refusing no for an answer, but only accepting yes. Let me read this to you right here. And Jesus is talking about prayer. He's talking about getting results. He said, whatsoever things you desire, with the faith of God, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, oh, what a wonderful thing that we can pray to God, the source of infinite, unlimited, everlasting supply. That woman with the issue of blood, she was dying of health. She had no money. She needed money. She needed health. She needed. She wanted to live. She thought she had come to the end with death, but she refused And guess what happened? Someone told her the truth, and the truth gave her an option that she could live and not die. Glory to God. You know what happened? She did something with what she learned. She refused to give up. Glory to God. She saw herself healed. She saw herself well. She she found out the answer to her health. The answer to having money. The answer to being happy. The answer to being free from the curse. She wanted the blessings. She heard that Jesus could supply what she needed. And it made no difference what was going on around her. Even, I like to say, recession proof. What about the woman who was making the last meal for her and her son? They were going to eat it and die. First Kings 17. Going to make, they were going to eat that, their meal and die. I'm telling you, she, she, all she saw was death. But glory to God, the prophet brought her life. Said, thus saith the Lord, your meal bell shall not run dry and your cruise of oil is not going to fail. When she learned to let go of what, what she had, it began to multiply. Oh, my brother, my sister, God is recession proof. You know, the poor look to the government to supply their needs. That's all they'll ever have. But the government won't ever satisfy your needs. They give you a little bit. They throw you a bone. The middle class look at cutting back. Let's cut back. Let's, let's change the budget. But you know how the rich think? The rich think increase. They say, let's, let's don't cut back. Let's don't look to the government. Let's find a way to create more. 
Oh, my brother, my sister, Jesus is here. He's the source of our supply. Paul had the revelation, but my God shall supply all your need, all you need. You need money, you need health, you need joy, you need peace. The kingdom of God has come with the blessings and the benefits and the violent take it by force. We're pressing into the, the bounty of God. Oh, yes, and they that know their God shall be strong and do great and mighty exploits of faith. And Jesus said unto them, Which of you has a friend, and shall go unto him at the midnight hour, and send him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. For a friend of mine is on his journey has come to me, and he has nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me asleep in bed. I cannot rise and give you what you want. And he said, I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him what he wants as a friend, yet because of his importunity, because of his persistence, his insistence, consistently being persistent and insistent, knocking on that door, he refused to stop. He refused to give in. He refused to give up. He continued to knock on that door. And Jesus said, that friend will get up. And give him what he wants and what he needs. There's that need. Give you what you need because of his insistent, his persistent, consistently knocking on that door. He refused to accept no as an answer. And the man got, and Jesus said, how much more shall your heavenly father give you good things to those that would ask him? Glory to God. We're talking about prayer. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. And knock and keep on knocking, refusing to stop until you find what you're looking for, until you get your answer to prayer. Jacob refused to give up. He wanted the blessings of God. He wrestled with God. He wrestled. He wrestled, I'm sure, with doubt and unbelief and, and all the things around him. But he did not give up until he got the blessings of heaven on earth. Oh, shamabakashata. Jesus has given us the keys to having heaven on earth. The key, I'm going to tell you what it is. I found it. Glory to God. Glory to God. I pressed in till I found it. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory through Jesus Christ. The riches of God are in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ lives on the inside of you. The one who has the riches, the one who has the joy of the kingdom of God, righteousness, peace, and joy and happiness is all on the inside of you. You're looking for the gold. You're looking for diamonds. You're looking for fulfillment and divine purpose. You're looking for the divine nature, the creative nature of God. You're looking for your purpose. You're looking for your possessions. Glory to God. It's on the inside of you. And I'm here to help you release the blessings of God. Jacob became Israel. Literally, the Hebrew de definition, it means to rule as God's regent king in the earth. For the gift of righteousness, we reign in life as kings. Glory to God. We're moving into our day. This is the, the day of divine transfer coming into the hands and the control of the righteous. And God made Israel rich, 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 rich. God did divine transfer of wealth out of Laman's hands into Jacob's hands because of that vow to tithe as God blessed him. Mama, shut up. For I'm giving you power. 
to get wealth, saith the Lord. Yes, my power, my strength, the power of the kingdom, my kingdom, saith the Lord, divine authority, divine power. Oh, yes, divine ability and creativity. When you move into those houses you didn't build, when you inherit the lands with the vineyards and, and, and the vineyards and the olive groves, don't forget it was the Lord thy God that gave you power to get wealth, to establish his covenant that he swore unto your forefathers. God gives you power to prosper. I felt that for you. God gives you power to prosper, A, to advance the kingdom of God worldwide. He that wins souls is wise, making disciples of all nations. This is what our Success in Life Club's all about. I take you by the hand. I help you get your mind renewed so that you can go through a transformation. Jacob had to go through a transformation. We all have to go from transformations. Romans 12, be not conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's metamorphosis. That's a divine transformation, changing our thinking to think the way God thinks, having the mind of Christ. Commit thy ways unto the Lord. Thy steps shall be established, and he shall bring them to pass. I've said a lot in a few short minutes, but the point that I'm getting out right now is this. Don't refuse. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. And knock and the door shall be opened. For you to receive what you want, you have to go through a transformation. That word transformation, metamorphosis, is simply like this. There was a caterpillar, a worm. He crawled through the dust of the earth and he ate, 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 and he began to eat and feed off food. And then he went into a cocoon and then he began to change. He began to change. He began to change, and he broke out of that cocoon and became a beautiful butterfly and began to fly. You were not born to crawl on your belly like a reptile. You were born to fly and mount up with wings as eagles, to run and not be weary, and to walk and not faint. How not to faint? Learn how to walk by faith and not by your sight. We're limited if we operate in the natural realm and natural laws. But we're unlimited like Peter when he stepped out of the water and began to walk like Jesus. He saw Jesus. And when you see Jesus living on the inside of you, glory to God. This perfect law of liberty is a mirror. As we begin to read, we begin to be transformed into the image and likeness of Christ. That's our destiny to rule and reign in life. Now, my brother, my sister. Before I close, if you've got not gotten my book, Stake Your Claim to God's Master Plan for Your Rich, Full, Miracle Life, go to roberttilton.com. Get that book. It'll be emailed to you immediately. It explains my program, what we're doing, our Success in Life Club. Go through my course. You'll have a transformation, 21 days for a divine transformation. Begin to mount up with wings as eagles. We're finding out how the rich think. Thinking, oh, yes, here we go. Get ready. Think rich in Christ. 2 Corinthians 8, 9. Though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor with your lack and poverty. So you could be rich. Rich is abundantly supplied. The riches, the gold, the silver is on the inside of you. Job 22, make God your gold, and you'll have plenty of silver and gold. Thou shalt make thy prayer to him. Thou shalt pay thy vows. 
and thou shalt decide and decree a thing, and it will be established unto you. Get ready. And the light of God's favor will shine on your path. Someone listening to me right now, your life is changing. God sent you to this podcast. God sent you to this message. He refused to give up. And the man woke up. Life will give you what you asked for if you refuse to take no for an answer. Yes to God. Yes to the kingdom. Get this course. Just bow like David. I mean, it's Jacob and bow to tithe. Tithe off the blessings of God. You will have increase. God will begin to give you seed to sow, bread to eat, and will begin to multiply your seed sown. Like that woman in 1 Kings 17. She was making her last meal and going to eat it and die. She, she, all she saw was death. But the prophet brought her a word from heaven, a rhema living word. Everyone needs a prophet to come to their home to speak into their life. I just got off the phone with a sister. And I was talking to her just like I'm talking to you. She says, but what happens? I get so excited about what God's called me to do, and then I get discouraged. Things start happening around me, and, and it doesn't look like anything. I said, sister, you need a prophet to speak into your life. You need to be around strong, elevated thinking people, successful. Ele you need to think rich, like the rich think in Christ. I'm here to release the blessings of Abraham into your life, sister. Oh, yes, I'm a prophet sent to someone. That prophet was sent to that woman the same way I'm sent to someone listening to my voice. His, my sheep hear my voice. God's anointed me. I broke out of that cocoon. I'm rising up. We bring in, and, I, and I'm bringing forth fruit as I have gotten older in Jesus' name. Go to roberttilton.com. If you can, plant a nice, beautiful seed of financial support to our ministry, and then get this course. Get the book that explains how we will, as you take the course, we will bless you with ministerial compensation. If someone gets the course for $1,000 or $50, you get half of it. You get $25, $100, $250, maybe even $500, half of that. And then if you teach them other people and fill empty vessels, that's what I'm here to do worldwide. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. He refused to give up and got the answer to prayer. The woman with the issue of blood, she saw herself healed. Jesus, believing what Jesus, what she heard about Christ, gave her the freedom of choice to choose. She chose to live and not die. What do you choose? God has set before you, sister, blessing and cursing, life and death. Lack or abundance, what do you choose? Jesus said, how much more your heavenly Father would give good things unto those that would ask him. I'm here with the riches of, of his glory. Uh, recession proof. That woman who was starving to death was in time of recession, a, a, a famine, no rain, a recession. But she didn't think cutting back. She was thinking the end until the prophet brought the message. He brought her faith that raised her up above the recession, raised her up above death, and released the blessings of Abraham into her house. Her and her household begin to prosper, and your household can begin to prosper. The prophet said, give me a drink of water. Would you give me a donation today to help us in our ministry of $50 or 20 or 100 or 1000 
Would you bake us a cake? Would you help us feed the multitudes through our ministry worldwide? Go to roberttilton.com. We have Cash App, PayPal, Stripe, the different type of merchant cards, or you could just write me. Robert Tilton at Word of Faith Church, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74121, and Post Office Box 20, Post Office Box 220, well, can you believe I forgot that? Post Office, excuse me, forgive me, I just, just totally, totally, totally forgot the Post Office Box. I don't even know how that happened. Post Office Box 22066. I pray for you now by the power of the Holy Spirit. From the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, touch your phone, touch your TV as this prayer begins, the anointing being kabashata. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, this one that's listening to this message, let their life be changed as they listen to it again and again and again, as they share it with others, as they pour into other people's lives, as they give, it will be given back to them. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ into your life, oh my, he paid the price for your sins so you could be released from the effects of sin, poverty, sickness, and death, so that the blessings of Abraham could come upon you, Galatians 3.13. Receiving Christ, how? He's inside of you now. Let him out through your mouth by believing in your heart and releasing Christ with your mouth. That is the word of faith that we preach, Romans the 10th chapter, in Jesus' name, amen. Now go get that book so you can learn what I'm talking about. Make your donation if you can, you should. I'm telling you, you start blessing God, honoring God, honoring God with your substance, the first fruits of all on increase. Oh, so shall thy barns, that's plural, be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. And God, Deuteronomy, will bless the work of your hands and all your storehouses, all your savings accounts, all your businesses, think increase. The rich think increase. They don't think decrease. They think increase. The poor think government. The middle class thinks decrease. Uh, budgets and cutting back. Oh, glory to God. Our God is recession-proof. The abundance of heaven, keys to the windows of heaven, tithing and giving offerings, worshiping God, making him the source. See, I don't need to do that. Well, the love of money is the root of all evil and problems, hanging on instead of letting go. Amen. Amen. Blessings to all of my special friends and and family and partners and believers Uh, Listening to my podcast today, I'm here in my office and uh, thinking about you. And Maria called me a while ago, my wonderful wife of over 22 years, two beautiful twin daughters in high school, and my older children and grandchildren. Uh, She says, are you making a podcast? I said, I sure am. In fact, I said, when you called... I was right in the middle of about to sit down and begin to talk to my friends. And uh, I had something happen to me a few nights ago, maybe 3 o'clock in the morning. As my habit, I'll wake up at 2 or 3, and I'll just begin to pray in tongues and think about the Lord and meditate on particular scriptures. And I always pray the Lord's Prayer, and I'll go through the prayer and stopping at each part. Our Father, how Jesus talked about us, 
him, uh, Father, being our Father. And I'll go through the Lord's Prayer and begin to pray for you, our partners, special friends, family, you know, wh- who, whoever the Lord brings up to my, my memory, and I'll begin to pray for them. And, uh, but while I was talking to him about some things in our life, and going through our daily bread and forgiveness of sins and those who sinned against us and this, that, and the other. And I was thinking about some things, and all of a sudden, I heard the Lord say these words to me. Like, what are you talking about, Bob? And I heard these words. I brought you out of darkness. It just, I went, that was not even what I was talking to him about. That wasn't what I was meditating on. That wasn't what I was thinking about. I brought you out of darkness. And I said, that was the Lord. He just spoke that to me, talking to me and saying, I brought you out of darkness. And I said, you know, whenever the Lord really speaks audibly, to you, knowing that he's just that close, that he would just be to speak that like that. That's how he, I heard him the very first time in my life that I remember, you know, over 50 years ago. He spoke to me and said, I've called you as a minister of my gospel, a fisherman of men. And I knew that very moment. My purpose in life, my my purpose in life, which I just always sought for it, not knowing what it was, not even knowing how to pray. I never asked, asked God for my purpose in life, and I he and I, I I knew immediately that was my purpose in life. But just a few days ago, and it's still lingering. Not I would say lingering is still burning like fire in my spirit, inner man. Mm. And this is this passage of scripture that I want to read to you in 1 Peter, the second chapter. But you are a chosen generation. Think about it. The same way he spoke to me, he has spoken to you. I brought you out of darkness, my sister. I brought you out of darkness, my brother. Darkness, absence of life. I brought you out of sickness. I brought you out of out of fear. I brought you out of sin. I brought you out of judgment. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, called us out of darkness, called us out of ignorance, called us out of judgment of sin, called us out of the servitude and the dominion of Satan, lording it over us. I called you out of darkness. I called you out of ignorance. I called you out of lack. I called you out of fear. I called you out of nothing. So you could be a royal priesthood, a holy generation, a holy nation, a peculiar. I called you out of darkness so you could be chosen generation, 
a, I called you out of darkness so you could be a royal priesthood. I called you out of darkness so you could be a holy nation, a peculiar people unto me, saith the Lord, that I could show forth my glory through you. You have accepted me in what I did for you at Calvary. You were being stolen from and destroyed because of ignorance. But I've brought you into the light oh, of the glorious gospel. You are my child. You are my daughter. You are my son. I have raised you up. And you are seated with me next to my father in heavenly places. In me that you might have life and have it more abundantly. I have called you out of darkness. Walk in me, saith the Lord, because my light will grow brighter and brighter in your life as I focus my, my divine direction for all that you've asked me for. You are my child. I have forgiven you. I have resurrected you in me. I have defeated death and hell off of you. And I have taken the keys of death and hell and that dominion that Satan held you in servitude over you. I have taken those keys out of his hands and the gates of hell shall not prevail over you. I have raised you up. You are the head, not the tail. You are above and not beneath. So begin to take your place in me and my kingdom, saith the Lord. I've given you my power. I've given you the, the, the authority to use my name. Whatever you ask our Father, which art in heaven, in my name, he will give it you. Take your ground. Stand your ground. Stand up strong in me. Use the shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of the devil that attack your mind. Use the shield of faith to quench the fiery darts of Satan. Use the sword of the Spirit by speaking my word, the sword of the Spirit that's sharper than any two-edged sword. Know, saith God, that I have prepared you for this day, my royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, saith the Lord. Oh, my, my, kashata, for I am, I am, I am, Oh, my gosh, to declare a holy nation, to declare. Oh, that's another word. That's the rest of that scripture. To declare the praises of God. God wants you to declare unto mankind all the goodness. Oh, yes. And I load you down with daily benefits, saith God. Be sensitive unto me. Draw an eye unto me. And you will have the discernment and the clarity to see the benefits that I've daily loaded you down with. Declare unto this generation, saith the Lord, what I have done for you, I will do for others. See, I'm just going in and out of this prophetic, this prophetic, prophetic vein. How God's brought us out of darkness. He's brought us out of ignorance. He's brought us out of the control of darkness. He's brought us into the light of his divine salvation. He's given us understanding. We're coming out of blindness. Our minds are being renewed to the truth. And that truth is liberating us that we can take dominion over the circumstances and the storms of life. Yes. 
take dominion in Jesus' name over the circumstances and storms of life. Whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Let's loose the will of God into your life. For the Lord knows you that are discouraged and disappointed and have heartache and pain right now. But even as I pray in Jesus' name, I sense the love of God touching you, encouraging you and saying to the storms in your heart, storms in your mind, storms in your marriage, peace, be still. For we build our house upon the rock of Jesus Christ, on the rock of the word, which is Christ. We're doers of the word and not hearers only in our finances, in our family, in our health, in our businesses, our jobs, our occupations, in our ministries, in our churches, in our marriages, in our children's lives. We are the head and not the tail. We're walking in Christ. See yourself identified with Jesus' victory over Satan and sin, sickness, sorrow, grief, pain, sin, diseases, and lack at Calvary. For he has redeemed us from the curse of the law so the blessings of Abraham could be a part of our lives. Declare the praises of God. He has brought us out of darkness to bring us into the light, the truth. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And then I say, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, shadow of death we will fear no evil. All that's going on today with uh, terrorist and death and destruction and fear in every direction, we're safe in the almighty arms of God. We're sheltered in that secret place of God. I sense that now. Father, you see this dear loved one. I sense your love flowing through me for them now. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Praise God. There's the presence of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Just begin to worship the Lord with me. I brought you out of darkness. I brought you out of ignorance. I brought you out of bondage and servitude. I break that spirit of fear and those bondages and those things that have held you in sin, those besetting sins. I break that besetting sin off of you now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Forgetting those things which are behind. Let's rise up and press toward the mark, that prize, the high calling of God in Christ. We want that prize. We want that place in Christ. Hallelujah. As we close, I want to thank you for your tithes and offerings. I know that God gives each one of us. Jesus said a, a nobleman came into a far country seeking a kingdom. And he gave unto his servants his goods, his money, his pounds, his, his shekels. And he admonished them, go and invest my money building a kingdom for me. And when I return, and that's the return of Christ, I will reward you for your faithfulness. Make friends with your unrighteous mammon so when your life shall fail and you're received in that everlasting habitation, there will be those welcoming you in 
and thanking you for make not forgetting the harvest time, not forgetting seeking first the kingdom of God, learning how to walk in the righteousness of God. And he said everything we need in this temporal life will be added unto us. Tithe today. Pay your vow today. Worship God through your giving today. Help us in our ministry, building our network, building the church, building and making disciples and winning souls, taking the truth of God's faith, hope, and love to mankind. Through the internet, through digital ads, through everything that we're doing, God's helping us. You can go to my website, roberttilton.com. That'll take you to <clears throat> that'll take you to our website where you can use your merchant cards or PayPal or Cash App or what have you. Or you can write me at our Word of Faith Church, 22066, Post Office Box 22066, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74121. Thank you, Jesus. 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 I'm just making sure I'm, I'm saying everything I need to say in my heart. Glory to God. Glory to God. The light of God's righteousness. The light of Jesus' name. The light of being forgiven of our sins and sin and the curses of sin no longer has dominion over us. Let's rise up and learn to walk in the righteousness of God, Jesus Christ, living large, big on the inside of us. Identify yourself with Jesus and his glorious resurrection and enjoy the benefits, the daily benefits that he loads us down with. Go to roberttilton.com, R-O-B-E-R-T, T-I-L-T-O-N, two T's there, dot com. And there are several links that you can click to make your donation or you can just write me. I love you. God loves you. Together, we can do more than by ourselves.